I'm your host, Erin Groves, and this is where your positivity journey starts. Welcome to the Pop Podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the Pop Podcast. That was so creepy. I am Erin, and I am back again with hope. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me, Erin. I'm so excited to be back in the studio and back on the pod. Second time's a charm. I like to have people back more than once, especially when the first episode does so well. So we kind of touched on this in our first episode. We both moved to Dallas. Tips on if you're moving to a new city, whether that's Dallas, whether that's anywhere else in the country, in the world, wherever you're going. And we talked a little bit about friendships and building them and how to meet new people, work, all those things. And today we really want to focus on navigating friendships and both on the positive and on the negative side, building close friendships while also losing close friendships. This is something that I have dealt with a lot over the last two to three years. And it's something that I have not heard a lot about. And it's something that I've talked with Hope a lot about too, because it's easy to get upset when a friendship falls apart or someone moves away that you are really close with or just attaching to an outcome that you really truly have no control over. And so that's what we wanted to touch on today and just kind of give our feedback and our advice and things that have happened to us. Hopefully you all can take something away, whether you're learning, whether you're laughing at us or whatever it is, we hope you leave here and feel a little bit lighter. Ready? Okay. (laughs) So the first thing we'll kind of touch on is navigating friendships and the growth associated with that. And to be more specific, I think it's really normal to start off a friendship. And Hope and I talked about this. It took us a while to grow into our friendship. It took a lot of time. We were friends with other people. And it's normal in that growth phase to lose people along the way. Yeah. And it's also like really interesting when you start making new friends, it's almost like dating, you know, like you Mm want to try and like put your best foot forward, even to like make a friendship with someone who hopefully you can like sit on the couch with and like eat Chinese food at midnight, you know, like that's ideal. But when you first start meeting these people and you're like, oh, I think I could really become friends with these people. You're trying to like show them the best version of yourself. I know like I always put on makeup and like make my hair look nice and always just show up presentable, which is so much effort. But then once you like get, you make that connection, it really makes it all the worth it. And it's hard to navigate who is going to be in your life for a long term and maybe who you're only going to be friends with for a few months. And there's definitely a lot of perks to having friends for like that short of period of time, you know, who knows what's going to happen during that period. But it's interesting to see who stays and who, you know, wanders off or things fall through. And two, I think when you move to a new city, you're doing a lot of internal growth and it's very normal to lose people along the way. And I've seen so many quotes that when you come into who you are, and I've talked about this on the previous episode, you really truly start to shed some of the people that just weren't meant to be in your life. And when I first went through kind of like my first phase of friends when I was in Dallas and some of the friends that... I was super close with that either, you know, said something that hurt me or whatever happened and we were no longer friends. I took it really personally because I thought, 
what did I do wrong? Like, why would someone be mean to me? I thought you were my friend, like all this type of stuff. And I just think it's really normal. You're trying to figure out what works for you. You're trying to figure out where you want to go in your life. And whether that's dedicating it to your career, or maybe you're going out all the time on the weekends, like you're kind of in that quote unquote, figuring it out space. And so it's normal to befriend people that maybe six months later have you're in two completely different spaces. Yeah. And yeah, it is like really hard because it's easy for us to say that now. Like we've had so many different friends over the years, but in the moment you're like, oh shoot, should I put more into this relationship, this friendship, whatever it is. And you just have to look at it from like a 30,000 foot view and kind of like take it as it is, which is something I don't think it's a skill you just have like you have to learn it over time and you have to have that mindset of like yeah like this person really helped me in this time or we just weren't meant to be that close of friends um but yeah you definitely like start to see you know the more you hang out with people and you also like see people's priorities you know and everyone's different in their life and it's interesting to see that and looking back it's always so funny when you look back and when you're in the thick of it you're like why did this happen you know, I've had multiple breakdowns like, you know, I was doing this. I was trying to do this. My intention was this. And at the end of the day, and this one thing I try to tell myself, like, you just can't control that. You can't control how other people act. You can't control right. the just outcome. Right. Just like your reaction is like all you can do, like how you're going to walk away from that. Or like, are you going to, you know, realize that maybe you did something wrong or maybe you didn't do anything wrong and you realize that maybe the fault was on them or if you're going to grow from that. I love that. Like, you can only control how you react, which is also something really, really hard to learn because it's so easy to like put the blame on others, I feel like. And we are both overthinkers. And I know for me, even the slightest little relationship situation, I'm always like, oh, what could I have done differently? How could I have navigated this? Did I not see this? And she's always like, you did everything you could have done. Like you couldn't have changed the outcome no matter your actions. And I think that's another thing to really put emphasis on, whether it's a girl friendship or whether it's a romantic relationship. At the end of the day, who's meant to be in your life is gonna be in your life. And like we mentioned on the other episode, just putting yourself out there and saying yes, you're gonna get a lot of, you know, it's kind of like a flood of people coming at you and you're going to start making a lot of friendships, but there's going to be some that are going to fall off and it's just keep moving forward. And I always, you know, wish them the best. Like every time something's falling apart, I'm like, I don't wish any harm upon you. Like, yeah. I hope that you go out there and get the career you want, marry the person you want, get the job you want. But where I'm going in my life is not aligned with where you are. And if it's causing me stress and energy or I feel depleted, then it's not worth it for either one of us. Yeah. And yeah, there's something to be said about friends of convenience too. Like sometimes they're so great. Like just those people that you like see on the weekends that you only go out with, but maybe they're not like a really deep friendship, but just having even those like more surface level friendships, I don't think are always a bad thing. It's just nice to know people are out there. Just like on a personal note, when I moved to Dallas and started making friendships, I think what was hard for me when I started experiencing like turnover in friends was because since I didn't know anyone here, these people were like the closest thing I had to like quote unquote family because I didn't have any family out here. So I felt like I was putting my trust in people. And then if it didn't work out like with my friends, then it felt like I was starting over. And I feel like that like feeling of guilt or like, did I do something wrong is really hard to get over. But once you take a step back and you're like, there's another person literally down the street that I could go see if like that's a potential friend or a potential someone that like um, could like be in my life for a while. 
And it teaches you a lot about yourself and the way that you, I know for me, the way I reacted to things, like I used to be very reactive. If someone's mean to me, I wanted to be mean to them back. Or if someone said something mean to me, I, and I learned and I, 100% of it was from yoga teacher training that you, like I mentioned, you can't control those things. The only thing you can control is how you react. And if someone's being mean to you or is being, you know, trying to betray you or saying that whatever it is or excluding you from friend group, like I know that happened to me and I'm like, I literally did nothing to you guys and you guys are being mean for no reason. I'm just, you just have to move on and go the other direction. I know it's hard and I think both of us have, are a little bit more on the stubborn side. So we're don't take things necessarily as personally, but there's definitely times and a lot of people that were some of my best friends that I'm no longer friends with just because there was hateful things said or they, their intention just wasn't genuine. Yeah. And when people show you their true colors, it's kind of, it's like very much on you. Like, okay, do I want to like stick it out? Like, is this friendship or relationship really worth it to me? Or is it time for like me to maybe grow? And I think sometimes I'm definitely guilty of this. Sometimes I've been stuck in friendships that I know I've outgrown, but it's hard to, you know, you're not like dumping your friends, but you know, there's, there's other friend groups who maybe like offer you, like maybe they really see you better than like, I always like reference like, you know, when you're in high school, sometimes like you go back home and you always see like the same people from high school who maybe keep you in that box and you've grown so much, things like that. So I think, yeah, the more people you have in your life, you get to see all these different colors and then you get to like, you know, make the decision of what works for you. You know, what kind of people do you like to surround yourself with? Yeah, I like that. And everyone's different too. I mean, for me, I like to be alone a lot. So I think it was finding people that valued that and appreciated that. And I also think too, we're not going to give dating advice on here, but when you're dating, it's kind of the same thing. Like you're going to meet a lot of people. And I know for me, I met a lot of guys. I was, you know, we met so many different guy friend groups. I'm thankful for all of them, but it just wasn't the time and the place and all those things. And I think that's very normal too. We are now we're friends with some of the guys that were friends when we first moved here. But I just think overall, you're going to go through, it's normal to grow and feel those growing pains. Like when you were little, it's really, it's tough, but I think that's really what your twenties are for. And that's one thing that I've noticed so much is that I've never gotten closer with people. Like I've never had this many really true good friends, but I've also lost a lot of friends along the way. Right. And I mean, quantity over quality or, Quality I, over quantity. I was just going to say that. <laughs> I've said that wrong like three times this week. Quality over quantity is so important, especially, yeah, who you choose to surround yourself with every day and who you choose to tell your deepest, darkest secrets or just put your trust in people. I know like sometimes it's hard for me to open up and put my trust in people. So, you know, I like to be selective with who I keep very close. Which I think is a good thing. And my mom always said that. She's like, once you get older, you're going to have like one or two really close friends and everyone else is just going to be acquaintances or people that you see once in a while. But your your priorities switch. I mean, we're super ingrained with work. We're trying to do this. I mean, you're just everywhere. So it's not, you know, I always like to reassure people that you're not alone. I definitely have had my fair share of friendships and you kind of just touched on it. But moving into kind of the second thing, which is if you're going through not a friend breakup. I don't like to necessarily call it a breakup. It sounds- but that's sometimes what it feels like. You kind of feel like it's a breakup. I've had one of those before where it was like really hard. Like I lost one of my really close friends and the easiest way to describe it is like a breakup, but it feels weird. But it's someone that you like talk to every single day and like confide in. Um, those are tough. Yeah. It's hard. And I 
realized it the most when I moved here. Like I lost a few really close friends that were some of my best friends and I was really upset and like would talk to you about it and would talk to, you know, some of my other friends about it. Like, you know, what could I have done differently or why did this happen? And almost everyone was like, you're just growing in a different direction. Like they didn't do anything wrong. You might have done something wrong. I'll be the first one to say I probably did something wrong. I like to take blame, but you're just growing in a different direction. You're trying to go somewhere that they're just not aligned with. And I think a lot of it for me was just I felt held back a lot of the times. Like I felt like my energy was being drained by drama or we're still talking about the same people that we talked about in high school or we're still going down this track or we're still blocking people on Snapchat. Just little things that I'm like, I just don't have time for it anymore. I just don't have the energy in me to keep doing these things that is so dumb. Yeah. And it's just those growing pains. It's such a weird thing Mm -hmm. to like discuss, especially with friends. But once you just reach that point where you're like, I think this is all that I can grow from this relationship. It's yeah, like time to move on and put on the back burner and like always check in. And yeah, that's just that like, I don't, there's no one that I ever like wish harm upon, but you know, it's just maybe not the most like the most influential friendship to have in my life every single day anymore. Like you could have less of that. And I've definitely like run into that before. Maybe sometimes I've gotten too close with someone too quickly. And then I kind of realized we are like not alike at all, or maybe like they weren't actually that good of a person. And then that's been hard to navigate, like backing off because I just realized we weren't, you know, they just weren't like the friend that I thought they would be because I saw like, you know, kind of their true colors and who they were to other people And I think you say this all the time. You're always, or like you're a reflection of like the top five people that you surround yourself with, which I think is so interesting to think about, but it's so true. I pick up so much from my friends just from like, obviously advice and things like that. But I also like steal like lingo. I think everyone does that. I like steal words from you all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hope always does this on like a side tangent. Hope always does like this thing where she Snapchats videos and talks. And for the (laughs) longest time it was, I'm like, dude, why are you Snapchat videoing me? It's so weird and talking. And now I Snapchat video. Yeah, I've created a monster. Yeah, I do it all the time. (laughs) It's a good way to get your stories out anyways. But you kind of just touched on, you know, if you're get close to someone or you're navigating conflict. This was something that I took a lot of advice from some of my friends that are a little bit older than me on how do I approach this in a mature manner? I think if someone does something to you that is just straight up wrong or treats you poorly or whatever it is, it's easy to give that energy right back to them. And I think the most important thing that I learned is like always take the high road even when someone else goes low. And building off of that, like for you, if someone, we'll just give an example. If someone is says mean things about you or I know this has happened to me like I don't know why the f you would ever want to text that person and say this like that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard and it hits you in a place that was like something personal like how to react to that or how do you kind of navigate parting ways yeah I think this is always so tricky especially because I'm someone that doesn't handle confrontation very well I'm a non-confrontational person (laughs) I'll just go silent. Everyone knows that I don't respond to texts anyway. I won't respond to your texts for a long ass time (laughs) if things like this happen. But eventually you have to just, you know, be mature enough to either like have that conversation in person or if you guys like talk on the phone or whatever it is. But I think it has to be addressed because sometimes I've definitely experienced people like maybe like I had friends that were like a little too mean to me than I wanted them to. And when I called them out for it, they genuinely didn't realize that that's Mm -hmm. how you feel. So I feel like 
you can't write people off. But if it's something that, yeah, like you've kind of realized this isn't really healthy for me anymore. It's like hurting me mentally, you know, like all these things that are important to you. You really just have to like have that conversation or sometimes like people will also get it. I feel like, you know, it depends on people like can read when someone's backing off and then it kind of falls between both of you. Like if you want to, you know, make sure you like maintain that friendship, then you're both going to make an effort. I'm a big advocate of like if someone wants to do something, they will. So if someone's trying to like maintain your friendship with you or trying to like make amends with you for something, then they will. I think it's when um, there's silence. It says a lot more. And two, I've always probably been more of like an over communicator. I think it's easy to just silence and never talk to the person again. But from someone like speaking for myself, when that happens to me, I overthink to the point of like exhaustion. Yeah. Like, I mean, no one wants to be ghosted when you're dating in the first place. It's kind of the same thing. You don't want someone to just, and you don't even, maybe you don't even realize. And that's one thing that I, easy to be like okay whatever they piss me off so I'm just gonna move on and I kind of came to the realization like hey just have a conversation explain to them like this is what happened and if it's something that's ongoing and something that's occurring a lot which that's what's happened to me is that these were the same patterns over and over and over again and then you just kind of get to a place where you're like okay this is just who you are as a person and I don't want to change who you are because it could very I mean probably is it's a me thing you know what I mean it's not a you thing so I always say just address it to them in a very direct and honest way and from a place of empathy every time I've had conversations I'm just like hey that just whatever you said wasn't cool or this didn't resonate with me and if they get defensive or they don't understand where you're coming from that's kind of your answer and that's I mean what happened to me a few times there are situations where the person was just didn't understand or was out of line then I'm like okay I'm just gonna have to move on because I don't even if I try to talk to you it just wouldn't resonate right and yeah so many people are so different like you I feel like you have to handle it the way that you know is best for you or the way that you know that person like takes you know like can address conflict it's like such an interesting realm to navigate and it's definitely not easy at all but it's also really really important especially if it's a friendship that like you know you want to like save or have um you know i've definitely had like really good friends i still have today and we've gone through like rough patches and it eventually was like once someone has to be the bigger person and say like we need to stop fighting whatever it is is stupid our friendship is so much more important to that um but you have to like get to that point and like actually address it head on or have some kind of conversation about it yeah and coming from someone that's very stubborn just i always not always, but I try to take blame for things that I, if someone gives you feedback and I'm like a feedback crazy person, I ask for feedback on everything. I'm like, tell me this, whatever, what could I've done differently? But I just think it's, and if someone comes to you and says something, it's easy to get defensive and say like, I didn't do that, but you maybe could have said something that came off the wrong way and you didn't even realize. And then it's like, okay, how can I, if you really care about the person or they care about you, they'll change course or apologize or whatever it is i know for me even if i don't think i'm wrong, I'm like i'm so sorry i did not mean to say it that way yeah. i know sometimes i say things and they come off and it's just maybe abrasive or whatever it is those are some of the hardest relationships it's like conflict with everything it's one of those things that you don't like you don't get taught in school it's just how do you respond to those things and i i'm always have been a big proponent of that's why i have a podcast I like sticking up for yourself too it's easy to get walked all over or people take advantage of you or little things like that. And just, again, if someone's not serving you or I'm always 
just more of a head-on approach, like, hey, don't do this ever again. It wasn't cool. And then we can move on. Um, but I know there's some people probably that resonate more with hope that are more passive and just definitely like the avoidant conflict style. When I took my psych class, that's what they diagnosed me as. I was like, great, the worst one. But it is hard. And like you said, like coming from a place of empathy, whether it's like you have a problem with your friend or when they have a problem with you, you have to also like be receptive. You know, like if we had a problem, you said, hey, blah, 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 whatever it was that I maybe like offended you or I said something that really like threw you off. I have to also internalize that as like, okay, like that makes me like, I don't like that I made you feel that way. And I think understanding that and that also shows like how empathetic people can be in that for me is such a really good quality that I see in other people that I seek out. So, you know, handling that kind of thing is really important. Yeah. And it's not easy. Girls can be catty. I mean, we, we all say things that we don't mean or we are emotional driven or whatever it is. And it's just kind of coming back to that logic. And I always like to do, this is another random tip. I always like to sit on things for at least 24 hours. So if I've had any sort of conflict or I'm upset about anything, I try to sit on that emotion for 24 hours, let it resonate, maybe journal about it and then move forward. And that really helped me. I can think of two specific instances within the last two years that I was having really tough conversations with people on. And I probably journaled and talked to friends about it for a long time just to make sure that I was coming from a place that wasn't emotional and I'm attacking you. I really want it to be like, hey, this is what happened. This is why I'm feeling this way or this is what's going on. And then kind of leaving it up to the other person. And if they go crazy on you or they start harassing you or whatever it is, like at that, then you know you made the right decision. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I really like that 24 hour rule. I think it saves so many people. I definitely should have done it a lot more than I have. But now, yeah, I've started to really take things in because it always gives me so much more clarity the next day like things I would like really mad or upset about the next day I'm like that was not that big of a deal maybe I was you know acting like rationally or whatever it is but it yeah gives you that time to clearly articulate like this is how you are making me feel or this is how I feel because of this and gives you time to I'm such a person that like makes an argument to myself before I make it to someone else so it kind of gives you like a lot more you know, headspace to think about it. And I think it can be taken into, we're, you know, kind of speaking on like girl to girl friendships or if you're a boy out there, boy to boy friendships, guys definitely handle things differently. Like, all right, bro, whatever, moving on. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Like my brother, I can hear him being like, whatever, who cares? Um, But I think the same on with dating relationships. I think for me, anytime that things have ended or whatever it was, or they're just, you know, kind of go your separate ways, whatever it is. I think it's the same thing. Like, Hey, how am I feeling? Do I really like this person? What are my intentions? Am I in a place that I can be open? I've learned a lot about myself through moving to a new city and the way I date and I'm avoidant when it comes to dating. Hope is too. That's probably why we're friends. (laughs) We're both very stubborn. Um, But it's also life skills too. I mean, yeah. I mean, it definitely goes into like your everyday, you know, like interactions with your coworkers. Like I handle conflict all day long and you have to figure out how to navigate it because you're also working with these people 24 seven. Like there are some people that I absolutely hate working with, but they still work at the cup. You know, if one of us doesn't leave, I'm going to see them until I literally quit my job. So 
there yeah it's just like an everyday life school and i mean that same thing with family like we all go home to like family reunions or like christmas and thanksgiving and there's just some people that you just don't want to see but you have to interact with and you have to figure out like what's worth fighting over and what you're just like hey aunt betty what's up love you see you later you know you don't have to always bring up everything from the past pick your battles yeah that was another thing that I learned too. I think it's easy to get mad at a lot of different things. And for me, I would choose the things that like made me the most mad or the thing that really felt like it was personal. Like I trusted you with this information and then you came back and posted something about it or said something mean. And I think those are the ones that hurt the most. And those are most of the friendships that I parted ways with were people that were hitting me where it hurt. And I think there's nothing worse than someone that throws a jab at you when you're already at a low point mm-hmm. or throws a jab at you because they know that's what's going to hurt you. And that to me is not a friend, no matter how, if they're drinking, whatever it is, like if that's what happens, I've quickly learned I'm out. Yeah. And that's also like such a double whammy because at the same time, if they know how to like, poke the bear like they know what's gonna hurt you it's because you guys are like probably pretty close you know so you've like taken a lot of time or like invested a lot into this friendship so it's also like okay you really hurt me and at the same time you were a really close friend to me maybe you guys you know you spent so much time together that's always so hard is like justifying oh i've been friends with someone for a really long time like there's no way that this is like ending now but sometimes it does yeah it's okay to be sad for me definitely took me time to get over it or just like stop thinking about it or just, you know, how, and I still wish, you know, everyone that I've ever been friends with, but especially people that are super close to me, like I don't wish any harm upon them. Like there's still parts of me that's like, I wonder how they're doing. Like, I hope they're doing well. I wonder how their career is going. Like I still wish them the best and I wish them in their relationships the best. It just, I mean, it sucks to lose anyone, you know, especially if they're in their life for four years or five years, but the whole season reason lifetime is never ring so true they're always when you look back they were there for a season and for a reason to teach you how to grow from this or how to be more empathetic or what most of the times it was what not to do right (laughs) we learned so much about what not to do from friendships yeah and just from people in general i've talked about that with mike a million times like you learn by just doing things and putting yourself out there saying yes like we talked about in the previous episode and then from other people's mistakes which i think is another big proponent too is like sitting back and watching yeah sometimes and seeing how other people react i think to things is where i learned the most is like <laughs> i'm like all right you're the test dummy like let's see how like you react to this and if i see it like blow up in their face then i'm like take a mental note of like okay i'll remember that you know like i'll remember that this happened to someone and it wasn't the best way to tackle that whatever the problem was i, I think that's always i always learn from that Yeah, I definitely learned from that too. Like I think I thought I handled situations and then the reaction definitely came out of nowhere or I was not expecting that they acted that way. And I'm like, okay, I thought I handled this totally logical and it totally backfired. So yikes, you know what I mean? Like it's all learning experiences. And I always, I mean, I I try to apologize or check in on those people, but (laughs) at the end of the day, all you can do is be a pop podcaster and think positive positive thoughts baby yeah i think it's the most humbling experience when i think maybe i think like my piece of advice for like how to react to something 
is great and then I give it to someone and then it doesn't work out for them. And then I'm like, okay, maybe it really didn't work out for me. And then I have to really think back of like, that was bad advice. Like you just gotta have to own up to it. I feel like you don't really, I I feel like people always have, literally have always come to me for advice and I've never really understood why. I'm always kind of like, I don't really think I give that great of advice, but people are always saying, I think you give great advice. Take it with the grain of salt, folks. Like I don't really (laughs) know what's happening. I think too, when you watch a lot of other people, like I had an older sister, so I watched a lot of things that she did that didn't end well. You were the yeah. same. Like we're both middle children. So we kind of saw either end. Like we saw what happened to the baby when they didn't do certain things. And, you know, so yeah. you just saw different avenues. And it's kind of the same thing with friendships. Like I've seen, watched. And for me, it's associating myself and you do this too with people that are older than you mm-hmm. because you can learn so much from them now. It's like, there's, you know, two specific relationships that I can think of friendships that fell apart. And both of those, like I bounced so many ideas and just thoughts on the whole situation off of them. Just from a point of view of like, okay, you've been through this. You're not in your twenties anymore. You've gone through enough friendships. Like how should I react? And I think it's a really, you know, if you have, or you know, maybe it's your parents or whatever it is, like just, I always try to bounce it off. Just be like, Hey, if I said this, like, what's your feedback? And Hope's always been very honest. Like, hey, don't say that. You know what I mean? Like, find friends that will be very transparent and just very upfront with you. I mean, and the same thing with dating. You know, like, I'm like, what should I say back? Or what's this? And you're like, yeah, it's a no-go. I'm like, okay, well, hey, at least you're being honest with me. Right, yeah, you just have to figure it out. The third and final thing that we'll talk to on underneath this overarching and broad topic of friendships on a more positive note is... How to build and keep good quality friendships, which I think took me a while, and building vulnerability in them and really allowing yourself to trust people. I think Hope and I probably, again, I'm not going to speak for you. I always say this on every episode, lean more on like the conservative side of like we don't, like I'm very out there and like I'll talk to you and stuff like that. But to really get to know me, right? there's like under the show, there's like 14 bricks in front of that. Yeah, I'm very much the same way. Like, it's it's hard to see behind the wall because I'm very selective about it. And it's definitely like a personal thing. I have a lot of friends who like open up in friendships very easily. But I feel like I've also been someone that's sometimes been burned by that in the past. So that's why, yeah, I have a lot of layers to peel back. And yeah, we're both really sociable people. Like we could talk to anyone, but it doesn't mean I'm going to tell anyone my deepest, darkest secrets or like all my true feelings because... I don't, I don't know. You kind of have to earn that a little bit. Yeah. I would say you're probably more, I'm probably more open about things than you probably are. I feel like it probably took you, actually, I don't really know. We're kind of on the same path, but I just like spill things, whatever. I'm like, okay, whatever. Who cares? Um, But I think it's really important. And this was something that I did, like I was super judgmental in high school and was like, was mean to my friends. And it was stemming from a place of insecurity. And one thing I really noticed that the more secure I became myself, the more I built quality friendships because they were based off of that. I wasn't using them or not using them as a bad word. I wasn't like leveraging them to fill a void or like I always have to be with people or whatever it was. I'm at a place now where it's like I have my career. I know where I want to go. I know who I am. So I feel like those friendships are filling those areas in where I am. Yeah, that's such a good point. And it's so true. And it's so hard to like recognize in the moment. But yeah, now I'm the same way. Like I feel like I'm very confident in the friendships that I have because they all serve a different purpose or 
whatever it is in my life. But yeah, when you are insecure, like we are all insecure, you know, at different stages in our lives. Sometimes I would hang out with people who I knew weren't really good friends to me, but like maybe they were like the popular kids or I wanted to be seen a certain way. And it was such coming from a place of insecurity. And that was really hard for me to be vulnerable with those kinds of people because deep down you kind of know like these aren't really my people mm-hmm. um so yeah and once you're more confident and like secure in yourself then people notice that you know we're all like inherently more attracted to confident people that's like a psychological fact it's just like it radiates and that's you know people want to be more a part of your life which is kind of hard because you're like okay how do i become not insecure it's something that you have to you know work on and everyone's different and everyone chooses self-love differently but it's definitely a really good point that you know it, I think a lot of people think it's hard to be themselves, but once you are yourself, that's when you find like your most, you know, it's when you find your best friends or the people that want to get to know you because they're seeing like the really like unique and true side of you, I feel like. And it's something that I never really realized people admired until I got to Dallas, which is so interesting because I feel like when I moved to Dallas, people I was getting feedback that I never had really heard before on like who I was. And it's just interesting when you're around people that like appreciate you for being authentic or appreciate you for being, you know, people always make fun of you for being loud or whatever it is, but they're like, you're always the same person no matter what room you're in. You know, yeah. like I'll tone it down if I'm here, I tone it down if I'm there, but no matter like what friend group we're in, we're always the same person. And I think it's, take this as your sign to just be yourself. Like your friends who are supposed to be your friends, the guys are going to date you. They're going to, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Right. You never want to be someone else. And I think that's just something that comes along with being young. Like we try on a ton of different personalities and it's so hard to like figure out your true self. I know for me, I went through a real like life crisis in college. I had such an identity crisis um, when I turned 20 and it was such a like, transformative year for me because I had lost really good friendships and I just really didn't know who I was because I also felt like looking back I was being the person that they wanted me to be and Mm -hmm. it was just a lot of things going on and now I feel like I'm a completely different person I'm very like sound in who I am and you know what I want out of life and what I want out of friendships so it's nice when you can meet people and you can also like it's nice to see people authentically because I think we've both certainly met people and you can tell that maybe like they're being a little fake or they're putting on a certain show for maybe certain people at a party or you know we all like do it every now and then but it's nice when you can see someone's true self yeah and it just shows that they're like a real friend I feel like if I bring hope into whatever group of friends that I'm going into like I know she's going to be the same person in that friend group I'm not worried about if she's going to go be mean to someone else or she's going to put on a show or if she's going to yell at this boy or whatever it is like she's always been very consistent I think that's one thing that I really appreciate and that I look for in my friends it's like if I'm going to bring you out and do this or whatever it is and it's hard I mean we both have like separate groups of friends that not that they didn't get along, but like they just didn't know each other. So if you're yeah. going to bring friends or like mixed friend groups, it's like you want to make sure that things are going to be cohesive, that there's not going to be any sort of like animosity or stuff like that. So it's just and really just being yourself. I mean, you're not. And the thing is, too, it's like you she hasn't gotten along with a lot of my friends. I haven't always <laughs> loved a lot of her friends. You know what I mean? Like not to be mean, but it's normal. You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> like, right. You're not going to. Yeah. I mean, they're like your friends for a reason. Yeah, exactly. And like her friends for a reason and just and we're friends. But that doesn't mean that you can't. And it also doesn't mean that you have to be friends with 
And that's one thing that I always thought like, oh, I really have to like these people because these people, and it's like, no, you don't need to like someone because one of your friends likes them. Like if they like them, great. Does that mean you need to be mean? No, that's not what I'm trying to say. I just think it's normal to be friends with certain people and maybe not others or. Yeah. And I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like we're the same and we've always been people that have kind of always had a ton of different friend groups. Like in college, I always had so many different friends and they like sometimes knew who each other were. And I'm the same way here. Like sometimes, because I feel like you get different things out of different friendships. And of course, like it's always really fun when you can combine friends, but at the same time you're hesitant because you're like, okay, these are all my friends, but will they all be friends with each other? It's kind of a gamble. Um, So that's interesting to navigate. But I've always been, yeah, a kind of person who's always had a lot of different friends friend groups because there's just so many different people and like personalities out there and to you kind of like you said you get something different like there's different things that your friends not friends with people for but they fill different areas like they right they fill different energies yeah like fitness like you know like if i i don't have any camping friends here but if you want to go camping with me please hit me up but typically i love to have a group of like outdoorsy friends that you know i don't always like they're not in my close inner circle of best friends, but yeah, they serve different purposes. Yeah. That's how, I mean, I feel like I have like my yoga friends, going out friends, my work friends. Yeah. You just have, which I mean, it's normal. Yeah. Very normal. And no, I do not like the outdoors. So I am not her outdoors. <laughs> friend. It's not that I don't like the outdoors, but she loves the Arboretum. And I, I will say you took me to the Arboretum once and I you will appreciate it. it. I will say I had one too many drinks the night before. So I feel like it was very calming and peaceful to just lay outside. If it was a day where I was eight hours of sleep, went for a run, ready to go. Not quite sure the Arboretum and I would have been friends. Just kidding. It's really pretty. Um, But yeah, no. I think that's another thing. And just trusting people. Listen to, I always say follow your gut, but I think it's easy to kind of, and this is one thing I'm working on. I put up a guard, especially with dating that I just, people can't get through yeah and it's hard it's hard to be vulnerable and it i feel like it literally comes down to like that game time decision if you're like is this friendship or relationship worth it and if it is then you're like yep you have to and everyone is vulnerable in different ways so everyone has to like figure it out on their own but just like being vulnerable is not an easy thing i feel like it's honestly the easiest thing sometimes to be vulnerable with like random people like you know girls at like a mm-hmm. bar there you meet in the bathroom and they're like you just like spill if you're like you know hating on a guy and then they're so supportive of you because they're you're like i'm never going to see them again like they don't have any stake in the game to like ever hold this against me or anything like that it's almost like liberating to like just open up to random strangers but it's harder to the people that you hold close because you're afraid of judgment you're afraid mm-hmm. of how they're going to react there's all these things that you know you guys have built such a good friendship or relationship and it's it's definitely harder yeah hope always seems to get the girls at the bar that are bawling crying in the bathroom like asking her to like get an uber home and she's like <laughs> ma'am i don't think this is safe i'm in the corner like don't do it don't do it i'm scared <laughs> oh geez um but kind of on that note too vulnerable it's it's hard and it's hard when we live in a world where i mean i know for me personally and you know as of lately you put yourself out there and people have everything and everything to say about you right i mean you just get negative this negative that you're <laughs> this you're that and it's like i mean i'm out here trying to help people and you know share your your life and share your stories with the intention of helping and serving other people that's just the name of the game to pick up where hope talked about judgment this is one thing that i think is i learned 
a lot to let go of, even with my super close friends of not everyone is going to react and behave and have the same beliefs and everything as you. And if there's one thing that 2020 taught us, it's that there's a lot of different opinions people are going to believe. But I think one and this is one thing that I've really been where is releasing judgment of the other person's actions or what they believe in. I think it's hard to build solid friendships if you're constantly judging what that other person is doing or why would you do that or why would you handle it this way? I think it's just really listening to understand. I feel like I practice a lot with hope. Like if she's explaining something to me, I'm really trying to listen to a place of like empathy and understanding rather than listening to a place of like, don't do this or don't do that or I don't like him or I don't like this. It's too, it doesn't feel like you're being a friend. It feels like you're just telling someone what to do. So I think that's another thing kind of going back to the beginning of like building friendships and like vulnerability and stuff like that not judging the other person or telling them what to do. There's nothing more frustrating than when you're, you you go to your friends to vent about right. things. And if they're constantly telling you what to do or how to do it, you're like, okay, you're not even listening to me. You're just right. giving me advice that is just blanket that I could Google. Right, yeah. And it it's like so hurtful when you like tell someone you've been to someone or whatever and you're looking for maybe more genuine advice and it's not tailored to you yeah because that's the, such the important part about listening is like i may react completely different than you are and i need to come from a place where like you can understand because there's so many things that like we all react differently to things or like take things differently i feel like we take things literally so differently sometimes and that's why it's so important that we discuss it because we're like oh did this mean this or did this mean this you know and it's like really important to discuss point of view because i've definitely gotten advice from people that yeah they've like told me to do something and i'm like that is just not the kind of person i am like mm -hmm. maybe that just isn't good tailored advice for me and maybe if they had listened to me a little bit more um it would have been a little more authentic or two one thing that one of my another shout out laura she always says like how did you feel when this happened like how did you feel about this and i think that's something that i'm starting to implement more is like asking okay, how did you feel when this happened or like how do you feel when this person does this because i think it gets that your friend so like hope for instance to be like okay how did i actually feel when this happened or if you're just venting like just you're just there to listen but if you're really asking for advice i'm like okay well how does this make you feel like what's your end goal i try to ask more like in-depth questions to get you to come to the place where yeah. you've already decided and i'm not the one telling you what to do because a you're probably not going to listen to me and b it's more like thought provoking and for me it seems more empathetic and like you're listening if you're asking questions to like guide me to somewhere that i know i need to get to yeah. you know and that's so much more intentional because sometimes mm -hmm. i you know will like tell people a lot of things and i'm almost looking for a certain answer so when people reverse it back to you then it really like validates like this is how i'm feeling versus like maybe this is how i'm feeling but i want you to tell me it it kind of gives yourself like that self-validation of like and it's nice to have your friend like guide you along and it shows that yeah they really like care about you and they don't want to like pass judgment or whatever it is like what they're thinking in their mind they want you to get to that conclusion because that's what you're thinking anyway yeah and i'm the queen there's always these memes that are like the leo woman which i'm very much of a leo ask like 14 people for advice on something which i'm the queen of it and i think you know the answer and when it's consistent right. across like your three best friends i'm like okay i already have come to this place you know in your gut what needs to happen but just really and i work on this all the time like listening from a place of understanding and not listening to respond yeah so we've given you guys a lot on these past two episodes lots of hope lots of advice every day 
20-year-old advice for all of you out there. I'm sure there's people that can resonate at all ages. So to wrap this up, the question, the final question of the day is, what are you grateful for? Just to keep it with the theme of this episode, I'm honestly so grateful for my friendships. You know, it's, I'm going through this period of my life where I may be looking at new jobs. And one thing that I'm so happy with right now is all the friends that I've made in Dallas. And I'm just so happy with where I am in those friendships. So it's something that I'm constantly grateful for, even if I don't tell you guys. I'm grateful for you, Erin. <laughs> Aw, on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I would say I'm very grateful for my family and my friendships. It's just, it, we're just in a time in our life, like things are just challenging. The external world, everything is just hard. And it's when you have people that you rely on and just can go to and are dependable no matter what is going on in your life it's just a really refreshing feeling and all the you know work that you put on internally to build those friendships and to do all of the things that you expect out of someone else you know kind of comes to fruition so that is what i am thankful for as well as always rate review subscribe five stars positive reviews (laughs) and we will talk to you next monday thanks guys